everybody. Welcome to the Irregular Search for Truth. I'm Scott. And I'm Sachin. And we're back. Back from the dead. We just discovered that it's been uh, about one whole year since our last recording. Which means it's probably about two years since we've posted Yeah, I use the word recording, uh, and not so much the the posting. Yeah. Posting aspect's a little different. Well, we might publish those uh, on a pay service later as the lost episodes. Well, that's a good point. That's a good point. I never thought about that. Or, like, yeah, like a pro episode, almost. (laughs) Yeah. It's the regular search pro. Oh, I see. Yeah, the subscription service. You get the extra episodes. <laughs> or we'll become rich and famous. It's like, oh, these are like, uh, you know, this is uh, the lost tapes or whatever. Yeah. Well, we you, know, lost, you know what I was like, actually thinking is that, like, uh, this, like, very few people listen to this, if any. But it might be, like, fun for people when we're dead. Well, like for your like, children or your grandchildren, yeah, yeah, like, be like, oh, that's what Uncle Scott sounded like, or, or right. like Grandpa Scott, yeah. you know, like, oh, he thought that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Or oh. or it'll be like in the 20s, you know, where like they talk in a certain way, see, you know? Uh, <laughs> it's like somehow we have this, like, we have this 20, or this 2000s accent, or 19, you know, late yeah. 1900s, early 2000s accent, whereas like in 2100, they'll talk in some completely different way. Have you noticed, though, the... The California accent has gotten more and more pronounced, I, and, no. and I, I fear that I have the the bad California accent. You think so? I like sometimes I think it comes out, or I'm just like, all right. Well, I, I think I definitely. <laughs> I, I I think I definitely have it. Yeah. Like I don't I don't uh, I'm not proud of it one way or the other. I don't or like I'm not like also ashamed of it. But it's like I've when I've gone abroad and talked to people, they're like, oh yeah, you're totally American and you're totally Californian the way yeah. you talk. And I never really considered the way I talk to be Californian or particular. I mean, American of course, but um, particularly California, I didn't think so. But some people say that I am. I think well I think that we are we are as a well, you know we are a result the of where we where we grew up and where we have lived most of our lives. But you know when you watch TV you don't hear yourself in a different way, you know. I just said the way we lived most of our lives and the way I hear heard it come out was lives like that the way we live most of our lives as opposed to I think you know somebody uh from a different part of the country or from an earlier time would have said the way we've lived most of our lives. Hmm. Boom. You know, like it kind of comes down as opposed to that. Uh, and, you know, I think this was always made fun of in the kind of like one time at Bandcamp yeah, thing right, right, right. as like an exaggeration. But I feel like that has has grown. There's more and more of it. It used to be kind of a joke, but now it's like everywhere you are, huh. you hear. I I feel like I hear it. I always felt like the dialects in the in the United States were sort of like diminishing or like you know um, sort of converging. Well, maybe they're all converging on sounding like you're from California. That's fine by me. <laughs> Hollywood, we win. <laughs> Do we? Do we? Because we don't sound like we're from Boston. No offense. Boston. Oh, hate mail can be sent. Addressed to Suchin at irregular search for truth at gmail.com. <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, regular search for truth.com, which we don't have. No. But oh, we should get that. Someday when we are when we have a, re- a listenership. What's the number? What's what number? That justifies us getting that domain. Oh. 
I think we have to earn at least twenty dollars a year. Oh, okay. I was going to say <laughs> to be listeners. You know, I'll donate if if we. Oh, okay. I see. This is uh, this is um, creator and donor supported. No, well, I mean, like I will, I will personally fund it if yeah. we have over X number of listeners. What's that number? <laughs> I'm thinking really small, like ten. I'm thinking 15. like uh, I think we. Got, I, I'd say a hundred and fifty. Hundred and fifty. Wow. Because that's legit. That's, that's legit. That's I mean, ambitious. You know, <clears throat> I could send an email to like 15 people and maybe they'll listen once but that right. you know we need yeah. like no but I'm talking about like regular listeners exactly. I guess you know what here's the issue before having regular listeners we need regular <laughs> postings <laughs> we have not been it's, it's in the name unfortunately regular, <laughs> it's in a regular true, yeah. search for truth we knew ourselves well back when we designed this uh, this podcast before we had our accents baked in <laughs> that's right yeah so I remember the old days. They're like, hey, welcome to the irregular search for truth. My name's Scott. And I'm Sachin. <laughs> <laughs> My accent was weird back then. <laughs> it was. It was sort of like you were you were the early nerd. Like, oh, let me now analyze these numbers. And now I'm totally cool. That's yeah. just, yeah. Well, I've lived in San Francisco too long. I think. That, mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I have lived here um, for seven and a half years now, seven and three quarters a year. I'm going to be at eight years in uh, October, November. November. That's pretty good. That's wow. pretty crazy. I mean, and I think for San Franciscans, that's like uh, you know, if you took all San Franciscans and their median time in San Francisco, I bet I'd be like seventy percent, eighty percent, just because there's so many people who constantly move here. Right. Yeah. Though I think that so median is you have half above and half below, right? Or is that most? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, the the half that have been here longer, like most of them are kind of lifers, you know? I yeah. think there's a lot of people, like particularly the older generations in San Francisco, I think, are yeah. people who have been here for a long, long time. And, and yes, there is a huge turnover, but it's all, you know, it's all that one... I guess that one half, you know, like the older people don't turn over. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's hard to say because, you know, like in the people you meet who live in the city, Mm -hmm. you rarely meet a native. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you that like the people who live here, like, yeah, you meet somebody who grew up here like you. Where were you born? South Bay. Uh, I was born in San Francisco. Yeah, but I mean, you don't say you're (laughs) from here. That doesn't count. (laughs) It was an accident. I was I was on the road. Oh, they were trying to go to the hospital, and it's like, oh no, we're there to go. Ah, there's this traffic, hot water. Although apparently that's not no, but the TV shows are always like, I need hot water and some towels. Like, why? Why do you need that to catch the baby? I guess. I want to make some tea. If that's cool with you. <laughs> you just keep pushing, and if I spill, I need a towel. Yeah, you know. of course, a tea towel. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, what were you talking about before? <laughs> we got totally sidetracked. Talking about how uh, I've been here for eight years, and uh, our podcasts are being recorded in my first apartment oh, on yeah. Dolores Park. Yeah. And here we are now uh, in our new studios. In uh, that's right. In what used to be the Western Edition, now Lower Pack Heights. Wow! Fancy. Graduated. Yeah. Graduated. Uh, you know, coming up in the world despite not having moved anywhere. That's well, you know. That's that's kind of what San Francisco is all about. In fact, segue, 
as I was coming on the bus today, I was passing these uh, these kind of fancy-ish houses, but I was thinking that those houses used to be in San Francisco, kind of like just sort of middle-class houses, maybe upper-middle-class houses, but now it's like if you wanted to buy those house, that house, like you would have to be a multi-millionaire. Like you could not... You could not buy one of these houses. I mean, a standalone house, not like a unit in a right. in a condominium building or something. It's kind of all about condominiums these days. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's all anybody could afford to buy, like at least the people that I talk to. Yeah. You know, like maybe you're right. Like, I mean, I need to, to get into a higher echelon of person, you know, who like, no, we're looking for a house. Like, okay, right. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> but I mean, like, I think that the interesting thing is to like... Think about the person who could afford that house. Let's say it's like a, a three-bedroom or four-bedroom standalone house with its own lot in San Francisco. On in this side of San Francisco, maybe maybe out uh, in the Sunset area, you could still get one for less than two million dollars. I don't know, but uh, but I feel like the person who could get that house isn't going to live there full time. Like, because they're going to have another house somewhere oh, that's, else. That's, you know? that's, like, that's even more infuriating, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, that that just gets my go. Now that I, I didn't even think about that, I thought it was just like some, you know, basically the city has changed, right? Even no, since the last yeah. time we recorded this recorded this podcast a year ago, something's happened. Yeah. Right? And I, I think everybody blames it on the, the tech workers, or I don't know what they, I mean... I don't know. I know that people do that, but I'm not sure if it's just them or if it's like all the people who move here with and all the salaries that have been. I don't know if they're inflated or everybody just makes more or they're producing more or something. But it's a lot of people here who make a lot of money all of a sudden. Yeah. And oh, also we blame it on the Chinese investors. We uh, heard that you know, Yeah. Well, the speculation I think might be Maybe a that, major portion of it because. Several several successful tech businesses have moved in in the last few years. Yeah. But I can't imagine, like, like let's say Twitter. Twitter's got a payroll, and I would say certainly the average Twitter employee is paid well above the median salary. They're probably, you know, average Twitter employee is probably making, like, 100000 or, like, 80000 or 115000 something like that a year, which is a lot. But if you're making eighty thousand or a hundred thousand dollars, you're still not going to buy a two million dollar house. No, right? I don't no, think so. No, I mean especially if if you're if you don't have a huge amount of savings. Or yeah. Something. Well, the savings is key, right? But also, I guess like uh, the thing is, yeah, like what we were saying, there's a lot more condos and a lot more availability in those kind of smaller things. But the houses are not that much, right? But I mean, maybe would you, would you say a ten to one ratio of like condos to like freestanding houses? I don't know. I don't know. Actually, that would be an interesting thing because, as I mean, as you go west in the city, you do get more yeah. freestanding houses. Yeah. You know? Where I was going with that, and, and yeah, and we're talking about kind of the side of the city, which is sort of like the more populous, the uh, populous closer to the financial district, closer to the financial district, more stuff going on. It's yeah. just kind of like more less urban, suburban, yeah. more ur- yeah, yeah, less suburban, more urban. The reason I, I bring up that ratio, and I was just kind of like hand waving it and trying to find some sort of like place we could agree on, is because like. What do you think the ratio of management to non-management is in a company like that? Right. right. What you mentioned was a perp. I think that's a great number for somebody who's not management. You know, like entry level or like five, uh, zero to ten years experience. Well, what do you, I, I mean, I guess where do you start? What you call management? If you're a project manager, are you in management? I maybe a little higher than that. Just saying, like you know, somebody who's like a director, you know, with okay. that kind of title. Even though titles can be inflated. 
Right. You know, and I but, think they certainly are in yeah. that in, in this in the startup world we're in. Yeah. But know, I mean, but, given that, like, there are certain people who make a lot of money in a company, and like, when you have a large company, there's going to be a certain section of the top. And I'm holding a little triangle in my hand right now. So we'll bring up the uh, the triangle on the visual uh, picture when we post this. That's the second screen podcast. It's a uh, it's a shape, two dimensional, three sides, three angles. It's a projection of a pyramid, really. <laughs> but, uh, you know, at the t- every company is kind of, like, shaped a little bit like this, either flatter or taller. And, mm-hmm. like, at the top, there are people who make a lot of money. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, like, so if you have a certain company of, let's say, a thousand employees, there's going to be maybe a hundred employees at the top who, you know, push various amounts of paper around and emails and whatnot and are on their phones and do that kind of thing. And they make a lot of money, even yeah. though even though you could say that most of our workforce makes like like you were saying one hundred thousand or one fifty or right. eighty something like that, right? There's going to be people who are making a million or you know bonuses and what all that stuff included, right? Yeah. And it might be those people are the people looking for these houses, right? Even though they're only ten percent of the population, it might also be ten percent of the house population, right? Well, no, I don't know because there's that there's that. Uh, Median that half of the uh, of the population that isn't turning over, right? Yeah, yeah. Those are the the people who have owned houses since the like sixties and seventies, right. and which you is kind of like I, I mean I think everybody would just kind of say there's not a lot of availability of housing right now because I think people are either holding on to it because right. they because they just live here for a long time or they know that the prices are going up they're just going to hold on to it or they just want to hold on because they just want that second place in the city <laughs> Pedatier, I think they call it right mm, yeah yeah I could go for one of those I could go for one of those <laughs> depends on what your tier is though <laughs> right. right apparently there was a chart posted in the uh, San Francisco Chronicle uh, that was or not even a chart like a map a color coded map of uh, poop on tenderloin streets <laughs> and my old street got like a yellow or, or red something like that oh it wasn't like shades of brown huh? no no, no oh. those are too hard to distinguish you know it's, it's based on how much poop is on your street <laughs> like red versus get, green or something yeah, it goes, you know it'd be like red yellow green or something like that yellow is an interesting color also now, I haven't actually seen this map maybe we should bring that up as well as the triangle. Okay. When, yeah, we, yeah, when yeah. we post this eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next, next year. <laughs> there was a lot of outcry for this, uh, for, for Return of the Podcast. So, like, hopefully. I don't know. We're back. Theme music and everything. Yeah. We can, what we're going to do is cut that and put it at the beginning. Okay. Where are we here? We're in the uh, 15 minute mark. Good job, guys. You've stuck with us for 15 minutes. Subject one houses. Check. Done. (laughs) Are we done with houses? I I don't know. No, let's continue. Houses. What's the mat? What's the deal? What's the deal? Whoa, that's a Christopher Walken there. (laughs) That was a walking? I wasn't going for walking. (laughs) Seems like walking doing a Seinfeld. Oh, okay. That, That was exactly what I was going for. Oh. I think he will claim that he's never really said what's the deal. Uh, Christopher Walken? Or no, I think Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, I think he probably says it other ways. Like, who are these people? <laughs> that was a pretty good sign. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know. This housing situation. Well, are you looking to move? 
Are you are you guys uh, thinking we're about looking at, We are in rent control, and mm-hmm. uh, I think we are very thankful for it. I apologize to our landlord or our landlady because we're costing her thousands of dollars a month, I'm sure. But uh, I'm well, sure she's know, fine. That's an interesting way of looking at things because it's like the whole opportunity cost thing. It's like, okay, yeah, in one sense you are costing her that much money, but in another much more real sense... You are not, because no, you I, are paying her money. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, she could... If we left t- tomorrow, right. then right. she would just make $2,000 more a month, yeah. like, easily. You know, and that's kind of insane. But at the same time, it's like, I'm sure she's doing fine. Right. You know, she bought this place, she owns a company, she's all right. But I guess a, uh, a factor in that is that not everybody is leaving their apartment right now. You know, if everybody who was renting in a rent-controlled place right now, suddenly it was just like, all at once, we're out. Then the rental market, you know, maybe maybe prices would go up a little bit just because there is a sort of pent-up demand, but not as much as when, you know, one in a building cycles out, three in this building cycle out. You know, it's like, because, because the numbers are of available places are still kind of held tight. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's no. why the prices go up so and that's, much. And, that, and, that, and that's the only that's the only context in which I'm saying what I'm saying. You know, like if we like it's kind of crazy. Like it's let's just say for some reason we um, wanted to move somewhere else to like save money on rent. Yeah, it's ironic because she would make more money on rent and we would we would spend less. You know, and it's not really like it would work out because like we'd have to move somewhere else that we didn't really want to live and yeah. spend more time getting to work and all this stuff. Where if we just lived here. Uh, you know, we'd be happier, but then it's like, oh, it's so expensive for us. But then she'd raise the price even further. Well, you know what you could do is uh, see if she wants to pay you to leave. But then where would we go? <laughs> well, you'd go somewhere. I mean, like, like what what you do is you 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 know say there's a place in Hayward that you can Ugh. get for like you know uh, a thousand like, bucks a month. No slight against Hayward, but the problem is that's, I don't... that's pretty slighting Hayward right now. Hate mail. <laughs> Can be directed to Sachin at a regular search for truth at gmail.com. You got two ads in that email address. <laughs> no, it was directed to Sachin. Oh, care at, of. Care yeah, of. care of. Care of. Irregular search for truth <laughs> at gmail.com. The, the only reason I said, well, the only reason I did that was because I just like, I like where I live only because I want to live. I never actually want to live close to work. I used to live in San Diego, and I never wanted to live anywhere close to work because I just didn't want to like be in that area. Because hmm. the area in which my work was was lame. Hmm. I felt, hmm. um, but that was when even if I lived like 17 miles away, it took me 20 minutes to get to work. Hmm. No problem. Now, if I live in Hayward or anywhere else, it's going to take me 45 minutes to get to work, and it will be a painful commute. Yeah. It won't be like an opposite direction against traffic. You know, in my car, easy breezy, like get to work, no problem. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, oh, try to get to Bart, find a spot in the parking lot, find a try, try and find a seat, stand up the entire way, have it be super loud, be like bumped into people all over the place. You know, maybe miss a train, maybe sit on the platform for a little bit, all that lame stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I could just be here, and then I have like a twenty minute commute to work, which is like yeah. the whole thing, right? Yeah. And even then, it's ironic. Like some people, if you lived in Oakland, it would be almost a shorter commute to some people's work than living in the city. Mm-hmm. Like it takes me twenty minutes to go three miles. You know, which is kind of crazy. Do you drive most of the time, or are you? I'd say these days it's like fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah. I take uh, I take him to work. 
Uh, so, not always, but like, she's been working really late, like crazy, so I've been trying to help her out, and like, you know, I'll take her to work and on my way, I'll drop her off or whatever. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes I run my bike, but if I lived anywhere but San Francisco, I wouldn't want to ride my bike. You know, it's just like, I can't ride my bike from Hayward. <laughs> <laughs> only, only the really adventurous would attempt that. Only the people with like, an incredible amount of time would be able to do that. <laughs> That's true. Or with water bikes or something. <laughs> <laughs> with a sail yeah. on the top. Um, my commute is about an hour. And it's against traffic, but I'm on public transportation. So it's like, I always get a seat. That's That much is good. Um, but I hear you on the, like, I remember when, when we both lived down in San Diego. I had a commute that was about 55 miles or something that's like right, that. That's right, that's right. It was... It was against traffic, though. And was, so it was about an hour. But I, was, I remember, like, thinking afterwards, I was like, oh, I never want to have a long commute again. Now here I am with a long commute. Luckily, it's all public transportation. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's and that was when you were, like, uh, I think at that point you were, it was a kind of, a, well, it wasn't a toss-up, but we were, like, you're spending so much money on gas to get yeah. your job. Yeah, that was that was a lot. It was it was barely. It was like it was like all right. This month I saved thirteen dollars. <laughs> and then of course I was. You were paying me rent, which was awesome, right? Yes. And I'm like, I'm watching my like my tenant drive all the way to Fallbrook <laughs> and all the way back. Yeah, that'll be this much month. Thank you. <laughs> so you only say seven thirteen dollars. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> no, it was it was actually that was a great job, and it was that was a good time. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean it was. We were just down in San Diego this weekend. I guess yeah. it was a week ago at this point. Uh, let's say Thursday, right? So you came. You Friends wedding. On, you arrived on Friday, I think. Right. We got in Friday night. Yeah, yeah, and that was really nice. Actually. It was. Yeah, it's, it's the, you know, living in San Francisco, this is the perfect time to go to San Diego. You know, it's like, <laughs> not, it's, you know, actually, it hasn't been, that, this hasn't been that too cold of a summer. It's been a pretty mild summer. It has been. In fact, is, the last few days have been really nice. Right, which is the kind of thing you say in South America, I think, or, or like the lower hemispheres. But uh, the June has not been too cold, or the July mm-hmm. has not been too cold. But still, even still, it was nice to go to San Diego and just like, oh, this, oh, I forgot. Yeah, you know, like just I forgot what ten degrees will do. There's know? a there's a vibe in San Diego that I like. Like it, uh, I just like when I wake up in the morning in San Diego. Yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, it's relaxing. Yeah. You know, there, it's yeah. it's mellow and uh, I don't know. They like I feel like, hey, it's gonna be a good day. You know. <laughs> Here, I, I wake up here, I wake up at like 5.30 in the morning to get to work, and I'm just like, oh, God, I don't want to go to work. Yeah, we wake up three times a week at 5.30 because the uh, garbage cocks decide to come at 5.30. Garbage cocks. Did I say that? That's what I heard. I said trucks, <laughs> or I meant to say trucks, uh, but uh, we'll call it a uh, Freudian slip. <laughs> it is I, the garbage cock. That's <laughs> a... Sort of dog-faced rooster barking, call oh, you crowing. Got, you got you got cock in there. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know dogs eat garbage sometimes. That's true. Yeah, it's a strange creature, the San Francisco garbage cock. <laughs> now is that a uh, is that an egg-laying uh, animal? You think cocks don't lay eggs, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there must be a female, you know, like uh, garbage hen. Garbage hen. I don't know. Maybe. 
I, don't, I would assume. Maybe. We really laid an egg on that one, didn't we? <laughs> but yeah, you know, I think I was I was getting a little frustrated when I was in San Diego. It was like, that's oh, too nice here. <laughs> <laughs> you were there too long? I don't, I, it's hard to say you ever yeah. place too long like that, you know, but I was... You know, it's like I, you get a little frustrated sometimes with like. It's also different because you're there on vacation, you mm-hmm. know. And I was staying on the beach, and I got to the hotel early. And I'm like, oh, let's go to the pool. And I laid out of the pool, and nice. I read, you know, and like under an umbrella, and went to the beach and swam out at the cove, and just like saw some fish and whatever. I mean, it's great when you're not working, you yeah. know. I mean, San Francisco would be great if, if I didn't work either, you know. I, you know, if I like could stay in a hotel, it'd be great. You know? <laughs> eat out every day. You you know, come home do. and somebody's cleaned your bed up. Right. And like, oh, yeah, great, great. So it's a little different. It's a little yeah. different. But yeah. I guess it's, I mean, yeah, you could attribute part of it to vacation, but part of it to the weather, but part of it just, there is a general rat race kind of feel here lately. I don't know if it's lately it's, or it's, all lately. It's also, it's more crowded. Like, I think, I think the population in San Francisco is a bit more dense, even though like the greater San Diego area probably has the same population as the, oh, you know. It has like 1.3 million. Yeah. If you go by that sign on the freeway. Okay. Whereas, yeah. like, I think the city only has, like, seven high sevens. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you know, Density, San Francisco is more than, yeah. well, more than yeah. just the city. Density is uh, obviously a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. And the, that's that's one thing that I did notice as I was driving away from San Diego was, like, it's very big. Yeah. It, it yeah. Just, I used to know. tell people that you could drive for 40 minutes on the freeway and still be in San Diego. Yeah. Like, the city of San Diego. Yeah. You know, it's, like, insane. We uh, when we were down there, we went down to Imperial Beach, the, not the actual beach, but the community, uh, yeah. and visited yeah. a little organic farm right on the border there. It was pretty cool. Did you go there? No, no, yeah. no. That's that's Joe's farm. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. I was and and I was just really impressed with the feel there because it reminded me of like uh, Paraguay or or something like it. Yeah. Just it felt like it felt like it was not in San Diego at all. It was it was just a really neat place. Did you go to the you didn't go to the beach though? Not Imperial Beach, no. That's nice. Yeah. I imagine that that's kind of a neat spot. It's kind of like a forgotten place because yeah. it's so far down there. It's so like I wouldn't call it weird, but it's just like kinda like you don't think of it. You right. don't think to yeah. go there, you don't think it is part of San Diego, but it's totally, you know, nice and like there's a pier there and everything. It's cool. So did you uh for our listeners all three of you. Um, there is this man-made uh, stretch that kind of closes off San Diego Bay called the Silver Strand. Yes. Uh, and it goes from Imperial Beach to this Coronado Island, which Coronado Island might also be man-made. Or is it like sort of half man-made? I bet it, yeah, I think it's like a, a strange mutant uh, <laughs> garbage cock of itself. It's a garbage cock type. <laughs> well, actually, it's a very nice island. Not at all garbage cocky. Except... That it might be a conglomeration of man-made and not man-made. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, so did you hear this this potential uh, conspiracy theory slash rumor that when they built the Silver Strand, so Coronado is like this big naval base, there are a lot of Navy ships, and there's only one way out of San Diego Bay. Right. Uh, that maybe when they built the Silver Strand, they actually implanted a bunch of ins- explosives in it so you could blow it up if in case you needed like to avoid a Pearl Harbor type situation hmm. where like all your ships are trapped. I mean, the opposite almost, right? It's almost like what if somebody blew up the bridge? You would need a land bridge to get all your stuff out of there. 
Oh, the Coronado Bridge. Yeah. Because yeah. the bridge would be easy to blow up, right? Right, yeah. But, like, that Silver Strand would be difficult to blow up. Yeah. And yeah. you would need some sort of exit strategy. Right. Because, like, I mean, basically, Coronado Island is is actually not an island because of the Silver Strand. It's like there's right. this it's a super tiny isthmus. It's a sperm-like peninsula. And it's got, like, basically a four-lane road on it, and that's it. And then beaches on both sides. Like, on the right side is, depending on where you look at it, is the bay, and the left side is the Pacific, right? Yeah. And it's just this huge... I don't know how long it is. Probably like 20 miles or 15 miles or something Isn't like that. Isn't that long? It's pretty long. Maybe I'm just... I mean, I take that back. <laughs> it's it's several miles long. <laughs> we'll put a map of San Diego. <laughs> third visual. Third <laughs> visual. Uh, and uh, oh, the people who live in San Diego listen to us and like... Shaking their head just like, what? You Whoa. think it's 15 miles long? But... Uh, more than a mile. It's more than a mile, <laughs> less than 50 miles. That's, I agree with that estimation. But it could, you know, I, I think similarly, I, I heard that, uh, I think I, I learned that the interstate whole highway system was, you know, I think Eisenhower. Oh, yeah. It was, for, it was, a, it was a defense thing. Yeah, like, for we need, every, well, yeah, yeah, part of it is so we need to get troops all like, around. We need, a play, we need a way to get across the country. Yeah. You know, and like, so this internet, and, it, and the byproduct is, oh, also citizens can go on it, and that's yeah. cool, too. It was, the, it was the National Highway and Defense Act. There you go. Yeah. And, uh, and then a stipulation in that is for every, like, five miles of interstate, you need one straight mile, like, where you can land planes. Is that right? Yeah. Is that true still? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. And and it's not like it's not like for every, you know, you go five miles and then there's a straight mile, but like sort of cumulatively. So you could yeah. have them all in like New York. Yeah. Yeah. That's where all your curves. Well the Midwest just takes like, care of all well, of it. Well it's like yeah, it's like Nevada's got you covered. Right. So forget about it. But we want to land in California. Well There might be some it. there might be some more details to it, like, you know, within every sixty miles yeah, you need yeah. a straight yeah, yeah, mile yeah, yeah. or something yeah. like that. But uh but yeah, so anyway, I thought that this was it was sort of an interesting conspiracy theory that they they had the potential, the capability of just like pushing the button and blowing up the Silver Strand so Navy ships could get out. But then I was thinking like, that just doesn't really seem feasible. You'd like, have to blow the crap out of it so yeah. that a hole big enough that a Navy ship would be able to pass through it. Right, and deep enough. Yeah, and yeah. It, I, that doesn't sound quite right. Yeah. There might be bombs in it. I'm not going to say there aren't, but yeah. uh, you have a better reason than that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, like, presumably the San Diego Bay is not, I mean, it's deep enough for large ships, but it's not, like, hugely deep. Uh, and I then, think it's, like, probably like the bay, you know, the San Francisco Bay, like, I I heard, um, there's a lot of herd facts this, uh, this, is, this is the irregular search for truth. We don't really go with hard facts. All right, well, buy, see if you could buy, uh, see if you buy this fact. The, bay, the average depth of the bay is, like, six feet. Average, yeah, and I think we need to like really take keep in mind the median modes and range yeah, and averages yeah. here. Like, if you think about like the salt flats in the South Bay and yeah. like the edges, it's you know pretty shallow, right? Actually, yeah. Right, and so they, yeah, you may be aware of this, but like basically the the channel under the Golden Gate Bridge and out through, through the Pacific, the the Army Corps of Engineers dredges that, right? Yeah, they they maintain that because yeah. it's not really that deep. Yeah. So similarly. Uh, San Diego Bay actually is very similar. It's uh, it's probably quite shallow at the very end. In fact, they, I think there are salt plants down there. Mm. Um, but it might be that up towards the Coronado side of it, where the naval base is, they do some dredging or they just make sure that it's deep enough. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I imagine like off Point Loma is kind of deep. You know? Yeah. Like that. Well, it's it's a very dramatic drop off. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So 
I mean, and if they and if it isn't, they probably dredge. Uh, you know, because I mean, they need to make, like you said, they need to make sure that boats can get in and out. And the, those are big boats, right? Like the carriers and all that stuff. Yeah. Do the carriers actually come into the? I yeah, guess they they're do. docked yeah. right there. I think yeah. that there's like on the inside of the bay. Right. You never think of San Diego Bay as being all that big, but I guess it's it's, it's ginormous. It's, yeah, but it's, it's like big. I don't think people think much of the bay. You know, it's like there's the part in front of downtown, yeah. and then of course 50, 50 miles down towards. <laughs> <laughs> down like 300 miles down by uh, Imperial Beach. W- one to 50 miles away. <laughs> Though it is, I think it's a fair amount. It's yeah. kind of like the South Bay. Like, people don't really think of that as the bay. They kind of like, you see all the sailboats and they kind of cruise around the Bay Bridge and Alcatraz mm-hmm. and maybe all the way to like San Pablo, but nobody really like messes around way down on the South Well, that's because when you fly over that area, it's all just like these weird colors and you're like, oh, yeah, the water shouldn't be that color. <laughs> like you've got like this giant pink pool and then green and like, and it kind of smells over there sometimes too yeah. when you drive by but I, yeah I think it's like something to do with there used to be a lot of salt flats there right? yeah well I think they yeah. did, still do like salt harvesting yeah which seems like a strange uh, thing but I don't know it makes sense I guess you got a flat area of seawater yeah you know? uh, but it seems I mean I guess I guess it's better than mining salt that's weirder. Yeah. That's weirder because it's like, how could just? I mean, you would think it'd be mixed with dirt and stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and wash the dirt off. Yeah. Whereas, like with salt, it's like, oh, just get the water out of it, and there's salt left, yeah. right? You yeah. know, what I mean, it's like maybe you you swallow some salt water, you haven't died, you know? Okay, I can get that right, but you just don't want. Nobody's really swallows dirt. Like nobody just keeps like. Oh, haven't you heard of that? Like uh, that thing that like some I don't know pregnant women get and stuff where like they want to eat dirt. Yeah, that might be something. Uh, this, I, this is all I, I got out of uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Ah, that's yeah. okay. the only thing. Huh? It was figurative, and no, you know, I, I, I can talk about Marquez a little bit. Um, didn't he pass away last year? I, hundred years solid, is that right? Yeah. I yeah. think. He, I think it was just recently. I think it was less than last year. Oh, well, since our last episode. Well, a lot of things have happened since our last let's, episode. Uh, let's raise a toast to Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Salud. Salud. Amor y dinero. You, want, you can uh, toast with your. Here we go. Oh yeah. Uh, Let's come up. I, I bet you know a lot has happened in the last year. Okay. Let's, Let's do, just name yeah. random things. And uh, for me, I could just think of one. I th- I thought of two things. All right. I had a surgery on my nose. Whoa. I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't tell you. Oh, was it because you busted your nose? No. <laughs> I haven't gained a lot of sinus infections. Huh? So I had a very minor surgery that just kind of like uh, went up there and they like blew a balloon through some of it. It's like almost like angioplasty. Oh, yeah, except for like, your schnoz. For my schnoz. It's <laughs> right. called like a septoplasty or sinuplasty or something. Wow. Oh, yeah. And I was like under full anesthesia. Whoa. But uh, it, was, it was like crazy though. Like I had to go get a prescription for like painkillers and stuff like that. But I didn't use it once. I felt completely fine. Wow! Like I woke up and I felt like kind of weird because I had anesthesia. But like the next day I was like, eh, "What's the big deal?" Do you feel a difference? Not yet. No. Not yet. The only it's weird because like the only way I'll feel a difference is like when I get a cold, I won't get as many <laughs> sinus infections. That's the idea. Yeah. So, okay. That's what happened to me. Right on. I have another one, but I'll let you go. All right. I got married. Congratulations! Thank you. That's, that's big news. I yeah. think I, it's like you're just like Mr. Topper over here. I, well, that's that's what I do. Hi there, I'm Garbage Cock. <laughs> San Francisco Garbage Cock over here. Just topping your stories. Whatever point you got, mine's better. Garbage Cock. 
All right. Well, uh, okay. You got married. All it right. was it was fun. Yeah, I had a good wedding. It was almost a year ago. It was almost a year ago. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a little bit after our last podcast recording. <laughs> after that last podcast, I was like, I'm just gonna go get married. This is, yeah. Well, let's just pull the trigger on this. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that was a fresh one. That was really good. Let's just. I mean, that's why that that podcast has never been released. The busy. effect it might have on the population at large. I mean, oh, you don't want everybody getting married all at once. Well, yeah. I mean, just imagine the runs on chapels and, and uh, you know, yeah. like wedding ceremonies. It would, it would be like the San Francisco housing market. I mean, if everybody can. left their rentals, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> all right, I went to Nicaragua. Hey, hey. And uh, it, yeah, I was reminded because you went to that farm, and I actually went to go stay on like an eco farm. Oh, cool. And these guys had like uh, two people, this man and a woman, had like uh, Americans. And gone there and just bought this land. They're like, we're just going to do this. And it's kind of crazy. It was like on... Nicaragua was like this crazy place. And there's... Well, it's really cool, and, but there's this gigantic lake in the middle of it. It's like almost like the size of Nicaragua. It isn't, but it's really big. Almost the size of San Diego Bay, but way bigger. <laughs> Somewhere between 1 and 50 miles. <laughs> Maybe bigger. <laughs> really big. Okay. And in it, there is these two volcanoes that just stick up out of the middle of it. And they're so close together that they both form an island together. This whole island looks like two cones. Ah. Uh, there's another visual I'm trying to give you. The the uh, the nuclear plant at San Onofre. Uh, that's that that is a, a corollary to the visual that I was giving you. I know what you're talking about. Think Madonna. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that dramatic. Mm-hmm. Two gigantic cones just sticking up, and like there's cloud forests on the top, and like you know it's like super hot in the bottom. There's like a huge cloud just kind of perpetually sitting over the top of the cone. You know. <laughs> If those two volcanoes erupted at the same time, it would be like somebody was milking Nicaragua. There you go. Garbage Cox Christ again. He can't even talk. He's so tickled. Garbage Cox. And so these guys, and you can imagine the soil is just so fertile. I mean, talk about volcanic soil. You're on an island made of volcanoes. Well, that, yeah, that'll do it for you. So these guys just like started their own farm. He said, "Yeah, like the first year we moved there, we had no farm, we had no like electricity, we had no plumbing. We were like, you know, using like cans for like our stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like we were like composting and stuff, which just like break down like, immediately. You know, because it was just, like so hot, hot and yeah. so, like wet and all that stuff. And like two years later, or three years later, we were down there and they like you know." These uh, cob cottages, basically made mm-hmm. out of like sort of adobe mm-hmm. or whatever, and um, it was pretty nice. You know, it's not it wasn't a Hilton, right? But it was like pretty cool, interesting, and everything. They they, they had like a little restaurant on site, and they had grown everything themselves. It was all organic. It was like pretty interesting, nice. pretty interesting. And then we also went to an island in the Caribbean, uh-huh. and uh, I feel like my my quick one point from last year is turning into a huge thing. That's all right. That's all right. That's what happens on the irregular <clears throat> search for truth. We meander. It was this awesome, like, little tiny Caribbean island, you know, and it was, like, out in the Caribbean off the coast of Nicaragua, and all the people there had this kind of Jamaican, Nicaraguan, reggae kind of, like, that's probably insulting to all three of those things I just said, but, like, that kind of accent, Caribbean accent, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was like, where am I? It's so interesting, you know, and um, just made me think, you know, this island's not going to be here in, like, 50 years. Why? Because it's, like... I think the highest elevation is probably like, or the average elevation is like, you know, maybe 10 feet. Oh, well. It's just going to get washed away. Yeah. But that's what I did. What? Wow. <laughs> On that downer, what else happened in this last year? In the last year, since since July of 2013? Yeah. 
Um, let's see. Got married, and then uh, let's see. I went to Ecuador. Boom! Top yeah. me. Uh, no, that doesn't top that. That's that's comparable. I mean, middle of the, middle of the globe, you know. I mean, yeah, I, we we went past the what they call mitad del mundo, Whoa. which means half of the world. Yeah, no <laughs> of it. The line. Yeah, um, and uh, and that was a lot of fun. My wife's uh, family is from Ecuador, and so she grew up there, and we were visiting. And it was good. We went, let's see, we went down to uh, a beach. Uh, and her mom lives in Quito. But so we drove uh, down to the beach. And Ecuador is kind of cool because it's, it's a small enough country that you can probably drive anywhere in Ecuador in about a day. You know? Uh, and, and yet you also have an incredible diversity of uh Eco regions, yeah. You know, you have like kind of beach and sort of deserty stuff, and you have jungle and high mountains and volcanoes and all that. Sort Central America is really cool, like that too, because I mean, they're all kind of just there because it's obviously a connection. And it's all very um, uh, ring of fire, exactly. So, like every country, we've been to a couple now, and everyone has like volcanoes, you know, and they're all active. And, yeah. And then they're all in the middle of the country, and there's cloud forests and all that stuff, like you were saying. And then obviously beaches because. They're coastal countries. <laughs> <laughs> it would be hard to have like you know a beach without a coast. It's so weird though. But like I guess people who live on the uh, on the river or like on a the lake, they call it a beach also, and that's not weird per se. Yeah. But yeah, when I think about it, when I think beach, I think ocean immediately, right? But I mean, I guess there's a beach at Lake Tahoe. Yeah, I've been to a there beach at Lake Tahoe, yeah. but it's weird. I don't know what to do when I'm there because I'm like, wait, this isn't the ocean. What do I do? But I guess it's not. It's that still weird. water. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, water but it's not sand. like it's not like making these huge waves. You it makes little stuff. waves. It's, it's more like lapping. Yeah, it's, whoosh, ooh, that's pretty good. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And now, now we'll do Christopher Walken doing the wave sound. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Was he ever like uh, you, that? Kind of that kind of sounds like your old man, also, right? Uh, well, that was old Walken doing the wave sound. What was his like youngest Young role? Walken. Yeah, he was in some of those like some of those kind of cutting edge seventies films, like early Scorsese. I don't know if it was actually Scorsese, but you know what I'm talking about. I was right? just about to say, like, it almost reminds me like how De Niro, like he, you know, it, it seems like he's ubiquitous, like he's just always been there. But when you watch Godfather or whatever, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that must be like his first role or something like that. Yeah. It's just like he looks so young, right? Well, I think like Christopher Walken and Harvey Keitel and Robert De Niro and all those guys, like they all kind of came up at the same time in those sort of semi-independent, sort of grittier films of yeah. the 70s. Like when, Duvall. Yeah, yeah. When, when they, or late 60s, <clears throat> when the... Like, I think it was when they kind of started doing a rating system and they loosened up uh, mm. codes and stuff like that and there was like suddenly you have movies with swearing and boobs and stuff Let's like that. Let's just kill people and have sex all the time. Yeah. And then put a script around it. And the funny thing was that like at that time they were like oh this is this is like cutting edge stuff and now it's like oh no that's the formula. Right. That's, that is totally the formula. Stuff like blood and swearing and boobs. That reminds me that's like basically the uh, the colon title for uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, really? I, was, I thought you were going to say Game of Thrones. Right. <laughs> Let's see, that's the formula. Game of Thrones, too. Game of Thrones is... I don't know, I feel like this might be controversial. This might be the most controversial right. thing I say. Let's go. Controversy. Too much. 
Too much. And I haven't seen it. Oh, you, well, I just, wait a minute. You haven't even seen it? I just know. I just, from what people, I mean, I've read the books. Oh, okay. Right. And I just, it's too much from the books. Mm. And from what people talk about the show, it's just like, this is too much. Yeah. It's just too much, right? I mean, does it doesn't, it's not serving the story, is it? Uh, the, the porny elements? Yeah. Mean? Uh, probably not, no. I think they are kind of the, the hook. It's just too much. And and I have seen, like, maybe three episodes of Game of Thrones. There's a lot of, there's a lot of it. And, I mean, is, is it like, I mean, is it any different than, like, the amount of explosions of the Michael Bay movie? That's a good question. I, I'm trying to think of a Michael Bay movie I've seen. Uh... Just think, like, trans. Well, you haven't I haven't seen Transformers. Seen Transformers. I mean, nobody's yeah. seen Transformers. Uh, yeah, there's a fourth no, one coming out. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure lots of people have seen Transformers because because he's got the formula. Right. He's like, you know what? This is this is what uh, at least a significant portion of the population but is just, going for. Yeah, think like, um, like I think him and Jerry Bruckheimer either used to work together or were born from the same mother. Okay. You know, like, like Independence, Independence Day, Day. Mm-hmm. you know, and like, uh, what else? He has a bunch of other movies where this stuff just blows up and there's action and shooting and guns and, right. like, you know, stuff like that, right? And it's just like, I saw the first Transformers and I... Was I was insulted? You know, just like this is so dumb. Well, it was. I mean, like the entire the interesting thing about those the Transformers and the GI Joes and the He Man was that the cartoons were actually generated by the toy companies. Yeah, yeah, they were like is, half hour. Which commercials. is as a parent, I think I'd be insulted. But right. uh, well, you know, it wasn't so much a. It was. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say it's a commercial, but like. It, it wasn't like, oh, thanks to the addition of this, you know, booster pack, I can now do this. You know, it's like it was there was there was story. There was definitely story, there was story. Right? Yeah, but it was it was also just sort of about getting the kids to buy, yeah, the toys. It was almost. And I mean, I yeah. had a bunch of GI Joes and several yeah. Transformers and yeah. E-Mans too. You know, and it was. Well, I guess like worked. the thing about Transformers, I saw. You know, this is not the first Transformers movie that I saw. I saw the one that came out in the eighties. Oh yeah, Transformers the movie. Right. Yeah. It was, it was cartoon, right? With and Optimus Prime and Galvatron. Galvatron. Right? Yeah. And I think he. This is the one where he died, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. He got like beat up really badly or whatever. Right? Yeah. Um, and after that, they changed the TV series to like take place in the future, two thousand five. No. Yeah. Really. Yeah. That's like that. That's like that clip you always, or the picture you always see on the uh, internet of like the time that they they went back to the future in time. Oh yeah, future. It's like either it's coming up or it's like 2018 or somewhere in there. And somebody's always it's it's 2015. Somebody's always doctoring it or whatever. It's like oh, it's this year, it's that year. No, it's it's definitely 2015 because the first movie took place in '85. Went back 30 years to '55, and then they went forward 30 years to 2015, and. Yeah, not a lot. Back to the Future's predictions, not too many of them are. Give it, spot. give it two years. Give yeah, it a one year. more year. One more year. Yeah, but yeah, I, what was I saying? Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh too no, no. Much. Well, well, I saw. Yeah, it, that's true. I saw Transformers back in whenever it was eighty something, and mm-hmm. it, I was a kid. So what do I know? And I probably forget completely. But it just wasn't like it was about the Transformers, you know, and buying toys or whatever. It wasn't about like. Oh, let's just stick in explosions, oh, okay. and let's just right, stick right. in like Megan Fox, you know, and have like this gratuitous slow motion scene of her bent over a car engine. It's like, come on, right? That's, I mean, it's, that's, like, it's basically like 
Like, I think, you know, the interesting thing is the word porn can be attached to different things and not mean... These days it can, yeah, yeah, it, right? it doesn't mean, like, explicit images of sex, but it, it means, like, you know... Gratuitous. Yeah, it just means gratuitous. Yeah, in a way. Like, here's here's a automobile porn. Yeah, and right? it's like, dudes right. who really like cars are going to look at that and whatever. Maybe it also has women bending over and provocative. Well, I mean, like, for example, I, I read Wired magazine. There's a section called Info Porn. Okay. Which is like an overload on, on information about something, you know, yeah. like hot dogs or whatever, you know. Do you consider Wired magazine to be kind of like a mature magazine? For mature people or it's matured? That's uh, both questions. I like them both. Uh, you know, I've been I've been subscribed to like Wired magazine for like probably ten years now. Mm-hmm. It's a really good deal, by the way. This I remember it from when we lived in San Diego. It's not a commercial for them, but it's only ten dollars a year, and it's like well, why not, deal, right? Yeah. And that's a really good deal. And when I first started reading it, I loved it. I loved it, and it was just because I felt like every page I turned, it was like this is relevant to my interests. Yeah. I like that clip. There's people who put those pictures on the internet and think right? and that the caption this is relevant to my interests. You know, like some some cat like staring at you. Right? right. Yeah, yeah. But it was like every all the ads were like targeted right at me, and I was like, I want that, and that's cool. You know, what I, mean? I didn't necessarily go out and buy that stuff, but it was like that stuff I'm interested in, and mm-hmm. all the facts and everything. I don't know. Somehow, either I've changed or it's changed, and I feel like it's a little bit of both. But I'm just a little less interested, and in pe- maybe it's like I'm not so wide-eyed and like think the world is really cool anymore, right, like yeah. all about like the yeah. new thing or whatever. I'm kind of like a little back off of it. So I think in that sense, uh, it's not for mature people. It's kind of for people who are a little younger, younger right. than yeah. me. Yeah. And also, I think it's matured a little bit. It's I, do, I, I think it used to be, you know, I think the count. Well, I mean, and we live in San Francisco where the tech culture is kind of taken over, but it used to be sort of this counterculture as counterculture-ish as something could be in the mid-2000s about tech. But it's like kind of like, it was for people who kind of got it, you know? But now it's kind of like broadened mm. for everybody. Right. You know, it's not so nerdy. It's not so techy and gadgety. It still is, and that's obviously the point of it, and it's even the title of the magazine. But I feel like it's matured and got a little, it's changed a little bit. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So is that is that maturation, though, or is that sort of the... Uh, the effect of capitalism on a print media thing. Like, they need to maximize their profits so they broaden the appeal. Uh, I I think it can be both. You know, I think every every company, every group, every organization matures. You know, and, like, as they grow older, I mean, it's just kind of like a grow-or-die kind of place, right, Right, in in the world, you know? It's like... I guess guess the... The underlying thing in, in my question is, does the word maturation just mean change or does it have some connotation uh, to do with the content like and the quality of the content well yeah and I I kind of yeah I got, got that part I mean it, it's it's different it's changed you know but I think it's also become more of a machine you know it's mm-hmm. like it's a it's a more of a well well machine it's more like refined more right. polished and I think they have a, a definite like this is what this is who we want to reach this is how we want to reach them yeah. this is what we're doing to do it like every page thirty-two of every Wired magazine has this type of ad. Maybe, maybe uh, yeah, I haven't. Or, I'm not keen enough to, to sense that. Maybe I should be a little more keen. But uh, whereas you know, maybe there was like hit or miss episodes back in the day. I think now they're all probably like more consistently hitting the, the, the notes they want to hit. You know, that's what I mean by yeah. maturity. I mean, yeah. it. I guess yeah. I I still kind of think maturity is almost like an. It's a borderline insult after the age of twenty-five. Maybe you know, like. Uh, 
Not insult, but... I mean, what do you mean? Like, uh, you know, when you say, oh, he's matured, and you're talking about a 25-year-old, That's you're usually like, oh, I knew him when he was 14. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, when somebody's matured when they're 40, it's like, oh... You were not, you were not much of an adult <laughs> a little while ago. Or, you know, or you're, you know, there's like a, a thirst and a youthful energy to people, I think, and sometimes... I don't know, maybe this is a downer, but life kind of just... Oh, you have been beaten down. Ah, interesting. You know, and I think people sometimes call it maturing. Yeah. Mm. You know, because when you're a young upstart magazine, you have all these, like, crazy ideas shooting out of you and right. interesting, like, you'll go here and you'll go there, but now it's like, no, we don't do that. We're wired. We're, we're this. We're right, that, right? right? Whereas if you we're read... Stayed. If you read a magazine called Garbage Cock, you'd be like, all right, let's... Yeah. This is going to be good, you know? Garbage Cock Magazine, coming to you early 2015. But you would, can you imagine reading Garbage Cock Magazine volume, you know, 35 and 35 years, and it being still as edgy and cool, or would it be kind of like, it would mature with its audience? Well, I don't know, I, because I imagine that its audience would outgrow it, probably. That's, that, that's kind of where I'm getting, like, it's in that weird kind of gray area. What's growing? Is it outgrowing? Is it maturing? No. Is it like... Oh, I kind of can't grow my hair like this anymore, or I had to like take my earrings out, or I had to like you know wear long sleeve shirts or whatever it was, you know. And like, is that maturing or is that just like conforming, conforming to the man? Or I just look ridiculous wearing that kind of garb, you know? And like, because you've, I I think we've all seen either in movies or at a bar, the guy, you know, who wears something that's much too young for him, and it's like, come on, man. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, okay, I, 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 I understand that reaction, but I guess there are two ways it could go. There's probably infinite ways it could go, but I'm going to go with two, uh, which is a you know, slight downgrade from infinite. Um, one could be, yeah, all right, this dude is, you know, uh, kind of trying to reach for something and project, you know, a an image and like in a sort of sad way, like you know, like yeah. oh, I'm sure, yeah, I'm yeah. hip, I'm young, whatever. Uh, or the other could be like this guy is just like totally at ease with you know who he is, and he's not trying to project any sort of like phony. No, yeah, and I mean, I, and I, I might just be like, this is, you know what? I just like wearing like leather shirts. <laughs> and, I mean, that's cool, and that's totally cool. And I, I mean, like, and I. I'm okay with that, but I'm just saying from an outside perspective, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not even um, guilt-free in this. It's like, you know, I, who am I to say that guy looks lame? But that's just my reaction, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I'll catch it. I'll be like, oh, you know, he can do whatever he wants. I'm not, I'm certainly not going to like hold it against him. But when I see somebody like that, I'm like, oh, come on. Have you gotten less live and let liveish as you have matured? No, no, no. I'm definitely live and let live. But like, I think. I'm aware... Well, who's to say whether I am definitely living let live except for the outside person? But, like, I, uh... I have my own personal, you know, like, I think everybody has their, their immediate judgment mm. that they have. And it's like, whether that foments into actual action or words or whatever, it's... I, I or, hope not. or whether it closes off your yeah. ability to yeah. be... Uh, to have that judgment proven wrong. Right. And I hope that's not the case. I, I like to think that I'm pretty, like, whatever. I don't really... I mean, I'm, I'm usually open to people being how they are. And I'm, I'm really happy to see people who are weird and different. I'm happy to know them and whatever. But at first, you know, it's, it's I'm also aware of my 
initial reactions, mm -hmm. you know, and like I think like if you go to a bar and you see some guy, you know, who's wearing a leather shirt, but also has lost a lot of his hair on top, but has a little long ponytail, mm -hmm. you know, like, eh. is that guy like in a rock band or something like that, <laughs> like a really popular rock band that's like still popular, you know, it's like when you look at Mick Jagger or like uh, Keith Richards. And they're wear, you know, they're dressing the way they dress, and they look the way they look. That only works because you're in the Rolling Stones, mm -hmm. right? And even then, you see your 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 pop idols—they grow older, right? Mm -hmm. They just they don't wear that same stuff. They just they would look ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, John Bon Jovi's look, cut his hair. It's not all like crazy, right? Yeah, right? He yeah. would just look silly. Yeah. You know, and like it'd be hard to take himself seriously, or for us to take him seriously. I, that's what I would imagine. And I think that's kind of where I was going with all that stuff. It's maturity, and I'm not going to say whether it's um, be, being beaten down or it's just like, ah, this is what people do, so I'm giving up, or is it like... I think there, there maybe is a, there's got to be a silver lining or a, uh, a happier explanation than, than either the beat down by the society or the... Or there's, there's just sort of... Uh, you outgrow things. You know what I think it actually is? I think it actually is that better sense of maturing where it was, I was doing this crazy stuff not because I really liked it, but because I was trying to project something. Yeah. Well, yeah, you right. know, And now I'm more confident and comfortable with who I am, and I don't need to be yeah. projecting a, a, an image to you know the world at large. But there's also the sense of, like, risk, you know, and, like, uh, you don't take any risks anymore. You know, you don't know... You, Whereas, like, when you're a kid, you're like, I want to try something. And I like yeah. try this new hairstyle, wear this crazy thing, get this outlandish get it, or whatever it is. Because I just want to try it. Yeah. See what people think. See what Full I think. Full body piercing. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Tattoos, sleeves, you know, like, whatever. Anyway, I think we hit... Ooh. We're very we're way close. Over. We're very no. oh, Okay, we're done yet. I think one hour is good. Garbage cocks, here to say. I love fruity pebbles. And by that, I mean little rocks that taste like fruit. Or salt. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. All right. A triumphant return? Yeah. Yeah. All right. The Irregular Search for Truth is back, ladies and gentlemen. You can write hate mail to irregularsearchfortruth at gmail.com. Until uh, next time, I'm Scott. And I'm Sachin. Have a good time. <laughs> Have a good year. Have a good year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you guys.